Here's the thing. Saving money with Geico is almost better than playing pickup basketball. Because there's always that guy who joins your game. He never passes the rock, he constantly bricks threes, and he'll completely hack you and then put his hands up and say, no foul, no foul. With GEICO, it's easy to switch and save on car insurance. No need to fake an ankle sprain because you're absolutely exhausted. So switch and save with GEICO. It's almost better than sports. The entire first season of This Time Tomorrow is available now to binge from start to finish. In this new iHeart series presented by T-Mobile for Business, join me, Osvaloshin, and Kara Price as we explore the exciting possibilities of the next generation of connectivity. From smart cities to future farms, you'll find out just how much could change with future 5G networks. Listen to This Time Tomorrow on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. everybody charles w chuck bryant here in the studio at pond city market atlanta and uh i'm gonna be honest here i am a little hungover because we recorded our oscar special last night as live as we could do it uh, which is to say stopping about every 30 or 45 minutes after uh the show started and recording on what we had just seen it was me and my lovely wife emily from last week and we had a third person we had our friend scotty in there, and uh, I introduced Scotty in the body of the show, so I won't do that here. But uh, we had a good time, and uh, and managed to stay awake through the entire show. So, without any further ado, here is our 2018 Oscars spectacular. Hey, and welcome to Movie Crush. Charles W. Chuck Bryant here in the dining room once again for our Oscar special. Uh, thank you for your support for Emily for the pre-Oscar special. Say hello. Hello. Thank you. It was pretty delightful, huh? It was super delightful. The people spoke. The people spoke. And, and they, they thought, weren't mean. They thought you were great. <laughs> so appreciated. If you hear another male voice laughing. Uh, That's Emily's alternate personality. <laughs> that, that is our friend Scotty. Hello. Scotty, who's been mentioned, I believe, right? Uh, yeah, Scotty named the show. So right. that's uh, special. Yeah, you get screen time for that. For I do, sure. Well, you know, it, it just fell out. <laughs> <laughs> it literally did. I told the story. I said, what should I call this thing? And you said, what's it about? And I told you and you went, how about Movie Crush? <laughs> <laughs> just like tossed it away. No big deal at and all. And then you fell back asleep. Yeah, that, that was my, uh, occasionally I get a good one. That was my good one. Uh, all right. So Scotty, here's how he fits into our life. Uh, we have known Scotty for, geez. Since what, the late 90s? Yeah. That's kind of crazy. Yeah, late 90s. Probably 20 plus years. We knew him from the previous century. I think we're, I think we're, we, we gotta be going on 20. Yeah. At least now, over. Oh god, yeah, over. Yeah, Yeah. because the Olympic official film. Do we dare tell the story? (laughs) No, no one, no one cares about that. But, uh, (laughs) Scotty is our old friend from the film business and we all lived in LA at the same time. And now we're all back in Atlanta at the same time. And he's basically like a family member uh, and is a filmmaker himself, has worked as a director and cameraman and cinematographer and 
I have a, I have a, I have a special relationship with the Bryants. I, uh, can, you might have to edit this out, but you have my standing offer that if one of you kills the other, I will help the other get rid of the body. I, there is no truer friendship than I that. will not help with the actual murder, but no, if one yeah. of you needs to get rid of yeah, the other's body. Yeah, if we're in body, trouble, you're there. Like, that puts you number one friend. No questions asked. I'll just help yeah, you get rid you of. you just show up. Or Chuck get rid of. No yeah. offense. No, I know. It, you're equal. You I might appreciate have had it that. coming. Yeah, yeah, I probably did. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, we would both do the same for you. You should probably delete that. That would <laughs> no exhibit A in our. Uh, so the reason Scotty's here is a because we just wanted to watch the Oscars with Scotty, and b because he sees every movie almost that comes out. And see, I don't have a TV. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and that TV. and they don't do the Oscars on Netflix. Uh, and quickly, I want to tell my favorite one of my favorite Oscar stories with Scotty. We lived in L.A. <laughs> and we met at our friend's Tom and Kira's house for an Oscar party. <laughs> We were all, Scotty was supposed to come. We were all going to go. Scotty never showed through the whole entire night. <laughs> and the Oscars, keep in mind, is a fucking four-hour ordeal. ordeal. So with the Oscars are over. We get up and we leave the house. And Scotty pulls up right as we're leaving in the driveway and rolls down the window and says, Who won? <laughs> I've, I've run whole, hot and cold on the Oscars over there. Sometimes I'm very interested. Sometimes I, I just like to read about it. Uh, so the scene is that we are in the dining room again. Um, Ruby, apparently I went to go pick up our food and Emily put Ruby to bed and apparently she was a psychopath. Bananas, which I think was for Scotty's. It's when you see things like that and then you think about The Exorcist, you think this was how that movie got made. <laughs> she ramped up. I was like, slow down. Which means she was probably super tired. She was super tired and really excited. Scotty was here. So she was running yeah. around with a piece of foam from the, the new dehydrator. Yeah. Her head. <laughs> dehydrator foam was the square <laughs> she kept putting over her head. I finally had to snatch her and put her in a room and it broke and she freaked out. So I said, I fixed it. She and I brought the other one from saying, the package. I need it. I need it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and last night I want to point out, we saw I, Tanya together, the three of us. Scotty had already seen it. But uh, we had not, so we got a couple of Best Actress and Best Supporting Actress noms. I was so excited we saw that the list. movie before the And Oscars. it was awesome. Yeah, it was great. All right, so here's what we're going to do. We are going to, uh, to make this as sort of a live as we go thing as possible and to keep us from being up till one thirty in the morning, we're going to do uh, little rundowns after every, I don't know, 30 or 45 minutes. Yeah, great. Does that sound good? Yeah, well, when we get to the boring parts, we can stop and... I've no, never Talk done about this the before, parts. so I don't know what I'm doing. I'm, you just, I'm just going to trust you, too. <laughs> uh, I am an experienced podcaster now. so As long as I don't have to bury a body, it's a good night. <laughs> no one's getting no one's buried tonight. We should be okay. Uh, so we, we um, watched the red carpet, and we don't want to get too bogged down in that stuff. But I think we should talk about Michael Strahan for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Bless his heart. Good for him. He was, he, he's transitioned well. I mean, he's he's, he's entertaining. Well, he just, he had a lot of just kind of verbal missteps, but I think that's part of being live and, you know, like trying to I think know. of all the words. Or, hey, listen. or being Michael Strahan. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, Which I don't have the history with him that you guys have. I am not. Uh, I just know him as this guy. I'm hosting the red carpet, so I don't know what that's like, but I'd like to go over a few of his greatest hits. <laughs> <laughs> in like a very short uh, time period. When he was talking about uh, mm, yeah. Timothy Chalamet, he said, that uh, this was his breakoff role. Breakoff role. That, that breakout role. tickled me. He, when he's talking to Benicio del Toro, <laughs> Guillermo, del Toro. Guillermo del Toro, 
he said that he had made uh, something that was like creepy from the Black Lagoon. <laughs> Catch that. That's funny. And I think he said Timothy Chalamet also was nominated for an actor. He said that to Matthew McConaughey about Timothy Chalamet. Yeah, he, he said, hey, can actor. you believe he was nominated for an actor? And we were I, like, think, I think in his defense, those are all actually the names of football plays. So <laughs> <laughs> kind of what he defaulted to. Bless his heart. <laughs> he's had more head trauma than he's anybody adorable. else on the red carpet. And he's still... <laughs> I know, we're making Walk fun of CTE. I know, he doesn't have CTE, does he? Oh, I don't know. That's not funny. Uh, Margot, Robbie or Roby and Mother. <clears throat> we're unsure because you, you wouldn't rewind to, to hear him announce it. That's because we're on a schedule. I know. How great were they? Loved them. Love, love, love. Her mother is darling. Yes. Her mother looks like Robin Penn Wright. She kind of does, yeah. I don't think she, I think she's dropped Penn. Robin Wright Penn. Yeah. Uh, has she reversed? I don't think she, yeah, I don't think Sean Penn gets <laughs> claim to her name anymore. <laughs> he probably thinks he does. Uh, Timothy Chalamet and his mom. Oh, I can't even. And his little I mean, ill-fitting prom tux. Ugh. Adorable. And they shouted out to public arts Public funding. arts funding. I was like, thank you for that. Cause he went to the fame high school. How has it got to be to take your dream. mom to your first Oscar? I mean, and he won the Spirit Award last night too. I mean, yeah. This, is, this is the one movie I haven't seen. I think That's something's true. wrong with her cause I was weeping when that happened and she was just like, yay. Well, she's not drunk. <laughs> well, neither am I. <laughs> I had a glass of wine. So. She's like his mother of being cold and indifferent too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'd be a better mother than you to him. Um, Let's go ask Ruby about that. <laughs> Fortunately, she can't answer that question. Uh, we move on to Saoirse Ronan, who that accent it's is amazing and kills me. a beautiful accent. And she talked about her dog. Yeah. So she's, no, it's her mom's dog. Well, whatever. She yeah. talked about a dog. It was a dog that ranks <laughs> above her because it's her mom's dog. Uh, Kamel and Emily Gordon. So excited for them. Right? Yep. Who were they? Uh, Big, Big Sick. Oh, all right. Yeah. All right. Kamel Najiani. Uh, and then finally on the red carpet for what we saw, uh, Greta Gerwig. Charming and delightful as usual. Just wonderful. Yeah. Right? She's wonderful. That Any other comments? That, that movie was, uh, after I saw that movie, I think I, I called you. I was, I was like, this is the kind of movie that makes you remember why you liked movies. It yeah. was just like so honest and direct and just small. There was like nothing that didn't need no, to be there. Grandiose. It was yeah. the perfect size. Grandiose. It was the perfect Grandiose. length. There was <laughs> <laughs> Didn't have to be grandiose. <laughs> I agree. It is not grandiose. It's very <laughs> down to earth movie. Uh, all right. So I think that wraps up for the red carpet. Uh, we are going to go watch the opening monologue with Jimmy Kimmel. Oh, I didn't even know he was hosting. <laughs> we'll be right back. Twinkle, twinkle, twink. We're back. <laughs> Good God. Uh, what are you drinking now? That is a vodka and kombucha because that's the only like juice. I thought com- what is kombucha? It's Maybe- a fermented <laughs> fruit drink. I thought the whole idea of kombucha was like it was like a like a ridiculously healthy thing. Yeah, I thought so kombucha. What is green it- tea powder? What's that? Green it's powdered green tea. No, you're talking about matcha. Matcha. It's powdered. Well, it's a that's what I was thinking. A different kind of green tea, but it's powdered. Yeah, kombucha is not the same thing as matcha. No, it's fermented. So you just pour your you pour your health food in your alcohol now. Yes. All right, All right. Go, guys. We're back, everybody. Uh, we're going to cover the opening monologue, supporting actor, and just a, we have to give our love to Eva Marie Saint. Darling. But not yet. Uh, opening monologue. Great. I thought he was hysterical. Like, yeah. And kind of low key. Kept it moving. Yeah. Yeah, it was very. And it wasn't. It, it seemed very, uh, 
very short, but yeah. very, but but very entertaining. Can and natural, not na 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 na. You know. Yeah, I mean, Billy Crystal used to do this whole big bit, yeah. which is kind of fun. But I think now people appreciate a little bit of a like. Let's just get to it. Yeah, well, for sure. You know, I mean, you know, you can fault uh, our short attention spans, but the Oscars was always too long. So yeah, I, I, and I, I think whatever they can do to keep moving along, as many jet skis as they need to give away. Then. <laughs> Very funny. <laughs> I think the moment so far of the show is when uh, Helen Mirren was the Price is Right jet ski. We model. both at the same time went, "Is that Helen Mirren?" <laughs> that was good. I love her. She is so game. I think she's up for anything. She's just really wonderful. Yeah, she's one of those. Well, and her husband is uh, what's his name, Taylor Hackford. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. May right? December. I mean, yeah, no, she's uh, she's fantastic. I met her on the set. May December. They're they're about the same age. I yeah. thought he was young. I think, I think no, she, he's old. Well. Oh. He might be five years younger, but... (laughs) She's a cool guy. I don't know if it's May, December. All right, my bad. I I was thinking... (laughs) (laughs) How about May, June? Like May, late May, early May. I don't know. Oh, you know what? Yeah, I got it mixed up with someone else. Sorry. Uh, I think so far we all agree that um, the Oscar, the Statue of Limitations... Statue of Limitations was hysterical. Yeah. The award not having a penis. Yeah. Somebody uh, somebody, somebody in the writer's room definitely... uh, Yeah. Got bought a steak dinner. Either that or Timothy Chalamet's missing Paw Patrols right yes, now. Yes, that was fantastic. <laughs> but he was actually watching it on his phone, so he yeah. wasn't missing it all. Uh, so, first award of the night always goes to Best Supporting Actor. Um, Willem Dafoe, Woody Harrelson, Richard Jenkins, Christopher Plummer, Sam Rockwell. Rockwell wins. My pick. Was that your pick? Was that your, Yeah, that was totally my pick. Was that your pick? I think I, I thought he remember. would win, and like I would have been fine with... I didn't see Florida Project, but or the other one, but I wouldn't find with Woody Jenkins or Rockwell. Yeah, same. But he, yeah, Rockwell was my pick. I think that was a far-reaching. Has very Defoe ever grabbed an Oscar? I don't think so. That's a good question. He seems like a kind of a Meryl Streep of character actors. Like yeah, he's always like so he good that have. he never gets the award because yeah, he's always maybe. just that good. Because it just seems natural. He was really good in the Florida Project. I don't think he's ever won an award or an Oscar. I thought he was really good. <laughs> I like Sam Rockwell. Sam Rockwell. I He's great. It's amazing that's his first nomination and he won for it. And how is that possible? Yeah, I feel like he should have been nominated before. He's like one of the greats. He was great in of Moon. this generation, I think. Well, he got the Spirit Award last night. I wonder if he got, he must have gotten that for Moon until I remember him winning another. Or maybe he got a Globe. He got the Globe, the Spirit, and the Oscar. Didn't you say yeah. That? The oh, for this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. All the things. And I've got to get the BAFTA. They already did BAFTAs, I believe. Really? Yeah. And he gave, his speech was kind of uh, nice, and then he gave uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman a shout-out. Yeah, then, that was really nice. Which is very nice. Uh, then there was some other awards that are a little boring for us, but costume design, Eva Marie Saint came out, and that was just kind of great. She was wonderful. She brought up North and Northwest, and that is literally one of my favorite movies. It's so, it's so, it's got to be amazing to be someone that old and look at yourself like in the prime of your life, and yeah. be like that, forty feet wide and thirty feet high, and be yeah. like, I used to look like that. How weird! What a strange experience. I know. Well, she joked years old. she was older than the Oscars by like a few months. It's crazy. Yeah. She's still beautiful. She's beautiful. And, well, she just, and walking. Well, she just seemed completely. <laughs> like she's mobile. Which is <laughs> <laughs> <Just> wonderful. <laughs> Hey, she's 93. That's, you know. No, I know. That's not chump change. She looked looked great. She was sharp, too. Yeah. She didn't seem like somebody they had, like, tottered out there. No, she was on. You've got to walk 60 feet over there and then talk, you know? She joked, though. She was like, keep moving. You know, like, she's active. Oh, really? Yeah. 
She said that on the show? Yeah. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm not kidding. Like, 93 and mobile is no joke. Uh, <laughs> are you sure? I think a lot of 93-year-olds will agree with that. I me. think that's the one takeaway for this whole episode. It, it totally is. Right. Right. Marie just keep moving. No joke. Uh, and then, of course, Mark Bridges won for uh, Phantom Thread for costume design. I don't know. How does that movie not get it out of out He of might have won the things. jet ski. It was a really short speech. He's that's true. certainly a contender. All right. So we're going to go back. We're going to watch the you next know the, You know what the funny thing about the Oscars is, is there's probably actually no jet ski. Like they know. won't even yeah. get <laughs> Or they all got a jet ski in their gift bag. Yeah, exactly. And Oprah's exactly. there like filming. Nobody got one or everybody got one. <laughs> Look under your seat. Right. It's a jet ski. It's like kindergarten. Uh, all right. We're going to go watch the next batch and probably drink too much. And we'll be back right after this. Here's the thing. Saving money with Geico is almost better than playing pickup basketball. Because there's always that guy who joins your game. He never passes the rock, he constantly bricks threes, and he'll completely hack you and then put his hands up and say, no foul, no foul. With Geico, it's easy to switch and save on car insurance. No need to fake an ankle sprain because you're absolutely exhausted. So switch and save with Geico. It's almost better than sports. Hey, it's Ben, Henry, and Marcus, hosts of The Last Podcast on the Left. Our show's dedicated to uncovering hilariously horrifying stuff. And now we're only on Spotify. Join, Join us. If you want. Obviously, we never force anyone to just blindly... Join us. That'd be crazy. But if you like stories about doomsday cults who do exactly that and more, please... Join, Join us. On Spotify. Visit Spotify.com slash Last Podcast to listen free. Is anyone tired? I'm getting there. <laughs> the Oscars never get tired. Yeah. All right. So recapping what we just watched, uh, they had a felt like a ten minute long retrospective of movie clips. Yeah, we didn't even. What we were like, what what is this for? I think it's just ninety years of Oscars. We yeah, figured it out. It was ninety years. I, th- I, th- I think watching. there's. I think there's a bit of the three of you and I sitting around gabbing and missing some of the intros because. It did sort of, the three of us looked up and this long thing was happening. I kept going, no, it's Best Supporting Actor, or Best Actress, Best Actress, but you're like, but it's like They probably announced it and we weren't listening, but God, it went on forever. Well, I don't think there was, I think the theme was just 90 years of Oscar It was great clips. And 90 minutes of Oscar clips. It was great clips. It just, maybe it was all the emotions I felt. (laughs) (laughs) That's too much, man. 90 years of emotions, man. Production, uh, sound, the two sound awards both went to Dunkirk. Yeah. We were Obvi. a little bit miffed that Baby Driver, I figured if it any had movie to get something should have gotten either editing or sound or something and all of them went to Dunkirk. Dunkirk was a predictable Oscar move. What to win all the, uh, yeah. editing? Yeah. It's like yeah. Chuck Chuck. Of I feel like sometimes did. war movies just sort of get them because yeah, they're, they're the loudest. Being, yeah. True. But Baby Driver to me was like, if any movie should it was win editing, such a sound movie and sound, yeah, Ugh. yeah, uh, basically cut to cut to the timing of whatever song. Yeah, uh, I have a note here on my laptop that says Jimmy Kimmel inexplicably having a potato chip on his head. It was something. It was a, he was complaining about the snack, so it was like a vegetable chip or something. And he had on his head like a like a tiny little yamaka. Yeah, I did <laughs> like a yamaka. the smallest yamaka. But I don't know if also that, the most edible yamaka. <laughs> he ate his yamaka. 
I don't know if he knew that it was on his head, though. <laughs> I feel yeah, like he, he did. did. He put it there. He didn't put it there. I don't think someone just dropped a potato chip on his head. I don't know. <laughs> uh, Rita Moreno. So fun. She's 113 years old. No, but she's like 83. <laughs> she looks great. Yeah, she looked amazing. She danced out on stage. She made Eva Marie Saint seem ancient. Joe Lewis, 137 years old. <laughs> Everybody's always talking about Joe Lewis. Uh, she uh, wore apparently the dress from 1962. Yeah. Just yeah. danced in the dress from 1962. Yeah, she, she was, was wonderful. Uh, and then fan- a fantastic woman won best foreign film, which none of us have seen. But we're all going to see it immediately. We're watching it now, actually. Yeah, in between, uh, if I in seem between distracted, it's ninety because minute I'm being clips. <laughs> uh, best supporting actress, big award: Mary J. Blige, Allison Janney, <sighs> Leslie Manville, Laurie Metcalf, and Octavia Spencer. And as anyone who listened last week knows that we were all in on Laurie Metcalf. Yeah, it was a bit of an upset for me, but I'm but glad we saw, we saw I, Tanya last night yeah. because I could get behind, because I adore Allison Janney anyways, and now I get behind it, but I still, the the stricken look on Laurie Metcalf's face was enough. I was like, I she was, looked a little sad. She looked stricken. Yeah, yeah. like. I mean, it was, I, I think. I was, wanted her to get that. I think that. Laurie Metcalf is a great actress. I think it was, uh, I think she was also the recipient of great material, whereas I feel like Janney sort of, Really like a character and that sort of, I don't, I don't, that's what I, I don't know. I feel like that's no, I'm with how you. you get the best actor. And of any of the I, you know, that's a good assessment. That's a good way to put it. And that, that is a point. It's like, if you have to be something outside of your realm. Well, in another year of Metcalf, I mean, her performance was solid. I mean, it's, I think a lot of times that does happen where you get people who they all are really deserving. That was a tough category. They were they were both great. Yeah. But one thing, like you can't, as much as my heart wanted Laurie Metcalf, you can't deny anything from Allison Jane. No, of course not. And I, she I she's amazing. wonderful. And honestly, I think Laurie Metcalf, she's just more present well, than Laurie Metcalf. Like, yeah, I did it all by yeah. myself. She was, she's great. <laughs> I just feel like every year Allison Jane gets better. You and know, I think like she's she, kind of beloved in, she the, is beloved in the acting community. And it's yeah. one and one for her. First nomination and a win. You know that's what right. I mean? She hasn't even gotten so much as a nomination. She's been in now. so many great films, though. That's weird. Yeah, she's always great. She's like Meryl Streep of supporting actresses. Yeah, She's totally. always great. Like yeah. William Dafoe. He's always great. Yeah. He never gets an Oscar. That's right. Coco won Best Animated Feature. Rightfully so. Boom. Done. Least surprising thing of yeah. the night. Good for, good for Pixar. Uh, and then finally they did the, as far as comedy bits, they went down to the Chinese theater, uh, a bunch of actors and gave out. It was like candy. the reverse of what they did last year when they bought audience members yeah. into. It's funny. None of those actors wanted to go. And then you cut to them in the theater having the best time with like the I hot they dog guy. They volunteered. No, some of them were like pulled I, in. I think a few but were But then they were running around. Yeah. Mark Hamill was like, <laughs> oh, me, me, take me. I'm, I have, I I'm have. relevant again. <laughs> I'm going to admit something that you guys are going to be very ashamed of me for this. Oh. The whole time during the Star Wars thing, I didn't realize that was Mark Hamill. <laughs> <laughs> and I maintain this because you guys left me out of going to see that movie. I, I don't feel like as... I've known you for a long time. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like I'm leaving you out of going to see a Star Wars movie. I feel like if I invite you to the Star Wars movie, you're going to say, yeah, it's not really tough on my list. Well, that you just don't know me that well. And now I think <laughs> I know you that well. And I think what I'm going to get is, oh, it's not that tough on my list. Well, it wasn't because I was forced between that and like, other things that were the top of my list, but I love Star Wars. There's I grew another, up in that era. There's another one coming out in four months. I'm I know, but, but now you guys are talking about that one. I don't know what you're talking well, about. Now, I didn't even recognize Luke Skywalker. 
Not, See, it's, it's I, both of your friends. I didn't recognize Luke Skywalker. <laughs> but I think we can all agree, at least, that, that Star Wars bit was terrible. Well, yeah, he had like the With BB-8 and of jokes the, from yeah. like 1980s. Well, yeah. it was actually written by George Lucas, which he's still actually in charge That's of the cold. marketing campaign, which is sometimes it falls flat. All right, so that does it for this segment. Uh, we are going to go back and as the awards pick up a little steam, they've get they've given away all the awards that no one cares about. Have they though? Is it time? Because I'm, I'm like I'm I'm having to pull up some grit. You're like a little now. kid over here trying to stay awake. She's yeah. like slapping her face yeah. and tugging on her. Like a good yeah, we, drink has to ensue. Me and Scotty. No, come on. <laughs> if, if there's a gentle snoring in the background, yeah. then I will always show up. All right, we'll be back right after this. Okay, we're back. Oh, was that on? Oh, was it on? It's on. Uh, oh, how awkward. Uh, we're all very tired. Uh-huh. <laughs> starting to feel like a job. It's 11.30. Oscar's, it is my job. I know, Oscar's but so long. I, I'm doing this for fun. <laughs> um, all right, so we will do this piece, and then the final four awards, we'll do it like the Oscars does it. Yeah. Which is, boom, right at the end. So pretty awesome and powerful to see Ashley Judd, Salma Hayek, and Annabella Ciora. Yes, Ciora. And I... That was awesome. It was awesome. And I didn't realize that Annabella Ciora was one of the women who disappeared because of Harvey Weinstein. But all three of them... Well, Sama didn't disappear, but Ashley Judd, Mira Sorvino, and uh, I guess Annabella Ciora, he basically like... It's interesting when you think about these people's careers, you, you know, sometimes you wonder, where did so-and-so go? Why yeah. aren't they doing any big oh, pictures anymore? Oh, no. You know right. I mean? it's, yeah. Uh, it's because of a monster. Well, yeah, it's, it's, it's heart-rending to see what a, you know, I mean, you just, there's three women standing in a line who are all some of the most powerful women in the world, given their celebrity and their talents. Well, you would think. And they were raped by this guy and they had no voice. Like they, told people and nobody listened it's, it's and amazing. then they yeah. got somehow excommunicated from the community which that just that does me in yeah. so that shows the layers of just badness yeah it was it was awesome and that uh great little film piece they did on just diversity in movies uh i liked it, it was i like it we're all a bunch of liberal hippies we loved it absolutely <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm, I'm making, I'm, I'm, I'm needle pointing some hemp right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to use it as, I'm going to use it as paper because it saves trees. <laughs> uh, best adapted screenplay, James Ivory won for Call Me By Your Name. Oh, that great. just did me in. What, what's up with all these sharp 90 year olds? I mean, like these, oh, I know. Who are well, like, I'm not that sharp and I'm in my 40s. It's kind of wonderful Barely, because ageism in Hollywood is, you know, they're tackling all the isms. Yeah, they're, 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 all the isms are like well you know? handled. But his Timothy Chalamet shirt, yes, I saw that was, was happening. It was wonderful. Well, and a great script. And like, how awesome is it to see a ninety-year-old year old, writing this yeah, writing adapted the, screenplay? It's amazing. The most liberal and uh, artistic script of the year. Oh, yeah, probably so. Beautiful, you know? all of it. Uh, all right, best script. This was tough. This was a tough one. Lady Bird, Three Billboards, Big Sick, Shape of Water, and then Get Out. It's like, I, my heart wanted Greta Gerwig just because we adore her, but 
Like you can't argue about George. No, Peele. and awesome. my favorite thing is she. She was the first to pop up and just she like did. she jumped. Crop, 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 she, yeah, she jumped, yeah, yeah. Bottle rocketed out of her yeah. seat with genuine joy. Like if memory. she wasn't gonna win, he should have won. Although I was really bummed for Big Stick too, and they looked really bummed because that was I like a, that was a and it was a great unique. This was a tough category. It was really. I mean, you could give it to any of them except Shape of Water. Well, we that the, I said yeah. that in our first podcast. Yeah, that doesn't, that's, that's not the best script. That's, that script could be in here. I know, apparently it's E.T. Well, and Get Out was, uh, I mean, just such an original story and like, this is a weird mix of genres and like, it was a tough it, thing to pull off. It was, and he talked about that and it was, it was well deserved, I think. I, I would say that to me, it's like, it's hard to give him this one and not give him best director because although the script is incredible, I think if you re- if you sat down and read that script without seeing that movie, you'd be like, oh, "This is great, dude. It'll never get made." Right. right. But then you see the movie; it's like he almost has to win Best Director because to write that script and to make it not palpable is the wrong word. Like it's right. just, it's watchable. It's like it every, works. Everybody it has is. enjoyed it. It's not just it's like a it's a weird message, but he just did it. I bet in a lot of the meetings he took, he said, "Just let me make it." Like, there was a table, full, there was a table full of people trying to talk him out of it in the most yeah. Yeah. way possible. <laughs> yeah. Great. And a great speech. Like, are you sure you're only going to get one of these where we'd like open up the checkbook? You're only going to get one. <laughs> Seriously. Like if this bombs, like you're, yeah, sort of you're, done. you're screwed. He's probably threatened with career over. <laughs> yeah. Uh, great speech, like from the heart, which is always, yeah. Nice. He didn't yeah. read from a piece of paper. Yeah. Uh, the great, great Roger Deakins finally wins for best cinematographer. Scotty, I think I saw a slight tear in your eyes, yeah. cameraman. <laughs> a little weepy. It did. It yeah. did. When, when that was I, great. When I regained consciousness, I was absolutely yeah. ecstatic. Fifteen nominations. Like it, he's one of the most overdue people in the history of the Oscars. I think. But you have to get. I mean, he, he's. It's like a Meryl Streep sort of thing where he's always going to be so good. It's like when yeah, you, he'll you, always. It's like it's like when do you decide to single him out because once again it was incredible. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? This is kind of the movie you have to do it for, and. and I don't know. I mean, I, I, I definitely would. I'm glad that that this was the first year one got nominated. I sort of, I was torn in that sense, but Deacons has a body of work that's just unarguable, and I don't think he's going to do another. I mean, he's going to do some more big movies, but he's never going to have a chance to do one like this with a sci-fi movie with this kind of writing core yeah. and like people who. I mean, they actually made this Blade Runner is better than the first Blade Runner, and the first Blade Runner was incredible. Right. I love the cinematographer awards because, and the speeches because, uh, I feel like even like costume designer and production designer, like a lot of times they're not on set all the time, but like cinematographer is the one true award that's like a crew member and like is on set every day as a crew member aside from obviously like director. Well, he, he's, I think, I think there's so much logistics that go into being a DP. It's like you're there on tech scouts and you're asking, and, you're looking at something and you're like, we'd like to have curtains there. And then you're the one who has to like go back and say, well, I think the curtains need to be about 30 <laughs> yards wide and 70 yards long. And they should be this shade of red. You know what I mean? And it's then like, they're like, lose the curtains. <laughs> you like you, you deal with the whole crew. And I think to make big movies like that, not only do you have to deal with them officially, you have to deal with them in a pleasant way. And right. I mean, you're, but I'm he's like, like an English surfer dude. So look I'm at sure yes, exactly. He's surfing. I bet he's fun to work. He's yeah. surfing on Gloucester or Gloucester. Yeah. As <laughs> on the lake. Yeah, yeah uh, he's darling. He has a he, interesting. You should, as internet savvy people, you should go to his blog. He is a he has a great blog. Oh, yeah, and he is very if generous. You're a camera nerd. Well, he's very generous with his time and answering questions. <laughs> 
Why are you like being a bully? You're picking on Scotty like uh, Scotty can take it. Trust me, he can certainly dish it. Most people are camera nerds these days. Everybody has. We have amazing cameras. Nerd is not an insult anymore. Most people are camera nerds these days. I'm going to bury anybody. (laughs) It doesn't matter if I have to bury both of you. I'm fine with that too. (laughs) He's like, just shut up. Uh, Best score, Shape of Water won, which was a really nice score, but we wanted Johnny Greenwood because he's a radio. Yeah, because Avi. And then, of course, the In Memoriam, aka the Dead Person montage. (laughs) Uh, I thought Eddie Vedder was a nice touch. It was fine. I liked Eddie Vedder. I mean, I love Eddie Vedder. Tell the truth, Scotty. What were you saying without? I, I, I called him an Oscar miser, so he doesn't want. No, you said I think I like it better without Eddie Vedder. <laughs> no, 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 no. In fairness, I'm going. But to... But you know everything's better with Vedder. Oh, you just wanted to say that. You set it all up to say I just that. Made that shit up. Oh my god! I just made that shit up. I can't believe it's not better. Um, in fairness, I think what Scotty actually said was, "I don't need a guy." With I, a guitar I, in front of the screen. Thank you, Emily. I felt like, I felt like it was, I felt like it was distracting to have, I mean, it's, it's, I mean, the whole point, I mean, so many of those people you don't even know, and to a certain extent, there's the famous people, there's the John Hurds, there's right. the Jerry Lewis, but then you have like a sound designer and you're like, well, I remember that movie and, sure. and you know what I mean? It's like, you don't necessarily, they're not name brand recognizable. I don't need Eddie Vedder popping up and then the camera racking to the. That was slightly weird when they. It was like to the to the screen cut, behind him. It's suddenly like, it's like low yeah. on Eddie Vedder, and that told me the people behind him weren't as important as the other people. Yeah, yeah, that, absolutely, which, it was like here's Eddie Vedder's yeah, moment, even yeah. though John Hurt's right. dead. Yeah, and the Montana, John Hurt got full screen. John Hurt's dead, but yeah. Eddie Vedder's still there were like, playing. Like secondary people that were when Eddie Vedder got featured. That was it was slightly. It was weird like a choice. resurrection video for Eddie Vedder. It was like. <laughs> You thought he was dead. He was oh. rising. Yeah. No, Next year Eddie they should do that. They should have like an memoriam, and Eddie Vedder should show up like in a still like, image. Wait. With dates and then question mark flashes. <laughs> so highlights uh, of this segment: diversity good, Deacon's great, Eddie Vedder bad. No, I don't think that was confirmed. <laughs> I'm gonna go with that. Okay, that sounds real. All right, we're gonna finish up here. Right after this. I'm Honey German. And I'm Carolina Bermudez. And, and this, this is Life, Life in Spanglish. And you know we're cooking it up in here. We got that arroz con pollo waiting for you. Why are you looking at me so confused? Because I'm like, what are we cooking? We don't have a stove. <laughs> you got the bajo. I'll get, you know, you got the mango. We got it all for you at Life in Spanglish. I need a sancocho if I'm getting <laughs> any type of food. Listen and follow on the iHeartRadio app or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Twelve fifteen. <laughs> We're all about to go to bed, and we got to recap the big four. It was a whirlwind of activity. Uh, best director, uh, Emma Stone, saying Foreman and Greta Gerwig was funny. Awesome. And then they give it to Guillermo Benicio del Toro. Mm. Me, I was bummed. I was too. Yeah. I think it was a great movie. It just, uh, I don't know. You more so than us. Yeah, you guys yeah. were. I was a bit, way bigger fan than you, and even I'm not able yeah. to see it. It was, it was a good movie. It just seemed like there were a lot of other better movies this year. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And that was, I said, good is not best. Yeah, it's hard for me to say, Guillermo, your movie is not good. It's good. It's, it's just, great. Uh, it was best, great. Best picture for yeah. me. Same. I wanted Lady Bird. I wanted Greta Gerwig to win oh, the me award. Too. I was really and sad she about that. was lovely about all of the loses. 
Yes. I thought, I thought it was Jordan Peele to me. I think mean, I felt like I would have been really happy if he'd gotten it. All right. Helen Mirren and Jane Fonda came out to present the war, uh, the award for best actor. Uh, Scotty said that Jane Fonda <laughs> looked like she was quote chewing on amphetamines. <laughs> she's, she's a little twitchy. What was that? Well, and Helen Mirren was so that, composed and like <laughs> serene. Helen Mirren just like she would just she was like very conversational and she would turn like and while she was being conversational, Jane was just over there like chewing on her own jaw somehow. So she was able to chew on her own chin. She's probably a little nervous. It's been a while. Since I doubt it. Well, I, you know, I don't know. She she looked like she. There was a discrepancy in energy levels, in for sure. She yeah. looked like she started a rail of cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> could not get comfortable for some reason. So they came out to give the award for Best Actor. Uh, Daniel Day-Lewis, Gary Oldman, Denzel Washington, uh, Mr. Kaluuya, and Timothy Chalamet. Gary Oldman wins. Uh, boring. It's boring. Just, was it not predictable? Boring. Was it not his is, first win though? It was like I don't yeah, care. I mean, he's great, of course, and I haven't seen the movie. And I'm sure he's. Or awesome, was it his but second win? No, first. No, first. First nomination. Oscar. First. Well, second it wasn't nomination. his first. Second. This is what we were talking about, though. They throw you a bone. Jordan Peele gets an award, and then you think, okay. And you said something about this being the most woke Oscars, and then all the same predictable shit wins. So I'm really. All just, right. I, I say that Jordan Peele should have won the last one. So I would agree with you that I think, yeah, Oscar's a little too white this year. They should have recognized. I mean, if you're going to give them screenplay, you have to give them director. That screenplay is amazing, but it's nothing without someone to realize it. And if he gets I know those two, he's got to get picture. But yeah. I don't agree with you about this. I feel yeah. like there there are levels I think where I think these don't sweep. have to exist in a in a vacuum. Well, all I know is is that was like a really kind of boring moment, and his speech was kind of oh, long God. and boring. I mean, God bless Gary Oldman. All right, Jennifer Lawrence and then ageless Jodie Foster uh, comes out with the gigantrous Amazon woman. Yeah. Even though they're, it's actually because Jodie Foster is short. So she's she looked like she she's was teensy. two feet yeah. taller yeah. than her. Well, she could have worn heels. I mean, I know she's got a bad leg and all, but it's the Oscars. <laughs> put some heels on. With the heels. Have you learned nothing? Maybe you could just, just put the heels on your crutches. I don't no. know. You do something classic. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, Sally Hawkins, or as I typed here, Salt Hawkins. Salt Hawkins. <laughs> Salty Hawkins, cause she didn't win. Sally Hawkins, uh, Fran McDormand, uh, Margot Ro- Robbie, um, I think it's Robbie. Sorsha Ronan and Meryl Streep. Is it Robbie? And Robbie. Yeah. Fran was- won, and it was kind of the best. It was, this is what saved me from just going to bed, which was about to happen after the first two, because. It's true, she. Almost went to bed. She rescued me, yes. And she rescued America. Yeah, she did. <laughs> Where's like you, the uh, most so patriotic. Awesome. She's, She's so comfortable in her skin uh, at this stage in her career, in her life, and like just owns it. But she's kind of gotten a little bit like no with the press and all of the stuff, but she was genuinely grateful to it was receive really this nice. award. There was no pretense of like, Oh, I'm above this, which I was a little bit afraid might happen because of all of her interviews leading up to this with right. all the, she does not like the unnecessary attention, but she was very reverent of this and very reverent of all the women in her company. And, you know, she's I, a great spokesperson. I, think it, for I mean, I think it's, 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 maybe it's redundant to say it, but I think this is the power of diversity. I mean, we, we get so used to the cliche speeches of somebody getting up there, this beautiful person who's like, oh, blah, blah, blah. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And Frances McDormand, she's never been, she, 
is a beautiful woman. She was a beautiful woman when she was young. You know what I mean? She like fit the mold, but she's but not, she's not about she's not about. But that. she's not like a Margot Robbie or something. No, like Robbie. What I cannot, kind of oh, cannot say. Right. Well, name. we've been saying anyway. Right. She's not she's not like that kind of beautiful. But here she comes up, and she has a different viewpoint. She does she doesn't get up there and like you know she doesn't equivocate. She doesn't. I don't know. It's just it's just like you don't feel like she's up there playing a game. She's up there being like, hey, thanks. Yeah. All the women stand up for a second. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was shout great. out. You know, Emily was crying. Yeah, I was. I was a little weepy. Yeah, I was. So, I'm so bummed about the end of the Oscars, though, that I couldn't really <laughs> fully get into like full. Your tears tear, soon yeah. dried into yeah. salty, it was crusty, sl- I know, into exhausted the, into so. the shape of water. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Scotty's single, by the way, ladies. Uh, yeah. I'm doing the. Ham room later this week. Um, gross. Uh, <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> it was the most disturbing thing I could think of. Oh, well and done, also, sir. Uh, shout out to Fran because she, of course, she thanked the Oscar carrier guy I know, who delivered I, I the award. Know. I think, I think she actually lady. tried to thank the cameraman. There was an awkward moment. No, she totally did. The lens and it was just like. That's her thing now, though. It's like there's like, no ma'am, I'm not allowed elevation to to of status, you Up know? With gratitude. Yeah, and she's just she's sick of I think the cast the system of Hollywood and all of that. Right. Yeah. All right, and then finally, Bonnie and Clyde come out to uh, this D- do over undo. <laughs> yeah, die on stage Oops. again, and it was still a little nerve wracking. All right, Phantom Thread, Darkest Hour, Three Billboards, Call Me by Your Name, Get Out. The post, Ladybird, Jesus, there's so many. Way Shape too of many. Water. That's one of the problems. It is. And they've just added more so that basically they could still give the same predictable like, movies the awards, but they seem more diverse, which is why the Oscars. Are you saying it's a big. Are bullshit. Uh. Here I go. It's always been political. Next year we're doing the Golden Globes because the Oscars <laughs> Next are year, critics and choice. remain bullshit. So Shape of Water wins. I think we were both all, all three of us were pretty disappointed. That ruined my night. I mean, it was a fine movie, but in no way to me was it the best picture. There's a certain Oscar feeling to a movie you didn't want to win winning. And this was. Well, the no, movie that shouldn't nice. have won winning even. So it was like. Beyond not wanting it to win, it should not have won. I don't know if it should not have won. It, it was, should it was, not. I don't have think it was the won. best movie this year. It was. It was a good movie, but not the best. Movie. I know you're all over the place about Shape of Water. That you've been very inconsistent. I have. I've, I've, I've always you know, been like the Shape of Water. It's <laughs> <laughs> just ever changing. Like a snowflake. It depends on what container you're in. <laughs> I do seek the lowest point. I may have found it. <laughs> you are the meniscus. <laughs> the meniscus. Uh, all right. I think I actually have, I have been a, a pretty strident Shape of Water fan, and even I was a little I was a little shocked tonight. I I, I mean, good for them. Good for them that they won. I mean, now I feel like you're just boosting it up because we weren't though. Because when they when they prevailed, you were kind of like mm, that wasn't the right thing. But no, I think I, you're being the champion of the underdog. No, I think I said yesterday that I was a little surprised in your earlier podcast that you. Both seem more down on it than I am. I thought it was a good move. Not down. But maybe not the best move. Okay. It's all right. Are you wrapping it up? Yeah, we're wrapping it up. So it's uh, <sighs> 12.30-ish. We're done here from the Bryant uh, dining room. Believe it or not, Emily and I actually like each other. Yeah. But it sort of ended like we don't like each other. It's kind of oh, weird. yeah. No, it's I know. It's all podcast format. I feel like. <laughs> yeah. I feel like if this is my only podcast appearance, which it might be, like it seems like we're going to be hate each other. <laughs> Scotty and I are buddies. The comfort factor lets us debate in a comfortable Obviously, place. we're too comfortable. Look at how yeah. obnoxious she's been. 
<laughs> and we're I'm gonna done let you here. have that one. I'm gonna let you have that one. And right after you leave in your uh, taxi cab, and you're gonna you're, say, you're I'm gonna hop back on the mic. Yeah, let's, <laughs> the last word. <laughs> no, uh, uh-uh, you're gonna be in bed. I'm just gonna come out here and hit play and like do my own little wrap up. Well, you know that's not how podcasting works. It well, doesn't just then automatically beam it into the world. Sure, it does. <laughs> I'll just say so you know I am I am the the wrong person here. Ambling is right. Obviously, everyone knows this. It's very good. Love you. <laughs> mean it. You're good people. All right, everybody. Hey, thanks, for, thanks for having me. Hey, thanks for being Cheers. here. Cheers. First Oscars. I don't in have my glass. Oh wow. All right. Thanks, everybody. Good night. Okay, everybody. Hope you enjoyed that. Uh, as you can tell by the end of that show, we were kind of low on energy. Uh, you know, we're old folks here in our, our mid to late 40s, and when the clock ticks past midnight uh, and we've been pounding wine, then it gets a little tiresome. But we hung in there. We made it through. Uh, overall, we had, a, we had a great time doing the show, and we look forward to doing it next year. And I hope you all enjoyed it. And uh, look forward this week to our uh, interview episode on Friday with the great Jonathan Colton, Musician Jonathan Colton on Terry Gilliam's Brazil. Great movie. Check it out this week if you haven't. Brush up to crush out, as we say. And we will see you this Friday. Movie Crush is produced, edited, engineered, and scored by Noel Brown from our podcast studio at Pond City Market, Atlanta, Georgia. I'm Hugh Atchison. I'm a chef, a restaurateur, a traveler, and now I'm the host of The Passenger. People ask me all the time, you know, what's that list of places to go in this city, in that city? And this show is dedicated to that idea, immersing yourself in that culture and finding out what's intriguing and what resounds and what we think about the future of that place as a visitor, as a passenger. Subscribe now on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Robert Evans, host of Behind the Bastards and It Could Happen Here, and uh, generally a guy who spends a lot of time bummed out about the state of the world. So in July of 2019, I traveled to northeastern Syria for a bit of a shot in the arm. And I got it when I discovered members of a feminist, anti-fascist, revolutionary project who are working to build a more equitable society. It's a crazy story, and you can hear it all on The Women's War. Our first episode drops on March 25th. Listen to The Women's War on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.